it's uh, it's Tuesday at six o'clock. Uh, it's it's Bughouse Square. It's it's something that uh, something we do here once a week. So thanks for doing what you got to do to do to get here, and, and welcome. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Well, what is a vigilante man? Tell me what is a vigilante man? Has he got a gun and a club in his hand? Is that a vigilante man? Rainy night down in the engine house Sleeping just as still as a mouse Man come along and he chased us out in the rain Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days we'd pass the time away Sleeping in some good warm place Man come along and we give him a little race Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a worker. Hey, I didn't forget about you. Um, I, uh, super stoked got a uh, special guest uh, in the house. Uh, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know. You know, he may not want to be associated with this. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. This this guy's kind of a secret agent. So we'll see. We'll see what we have to see. But he did bring a lot of music, and so did I. So uh, two hours, guaranteed. Vigilante man Why does a vigilante man Carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand Would he shoot his brother and sister down I rambled around from town to town I rambled around from town to town and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
Once upon a time There was a garden On a high hill Green and black and round against the sea There the sun came And the rain pouring down The garden grew And flourished And splattered bits of color On the ground And it took shape And symmetry And all of life abound But there came winds Driven and howling There came snow And I feared for the garden So I built a wall And I built another Slings and arrows of outrageous fortune The killing cold could not get in But when the sun came And the gentle rain of spring They could not reach the garden behind those walls. It would have died safely, securely died. But as I Like you. 
garden in the morning after it rained. Peacocks wandered aimlessly underneath an orange tree. Touch the ground. Look at 
one another and they never would come down turn around and hold me I'd like to see your face alone I'm hoping that someone
Frank, Frank Zappa from the Apostrophe record that was uh, Uncle Remus, and uh, we're here at uh, Mutiny Radio uh, on the corner of 21st in Florida in the beautiful Mission, where it's always flat and sometimes sunny. It's uh, dark here. We're in the, we're still in the throes of winter, and it's uh, it's still January as a matter of fact. So the days are getting longer, but um, they're getting colder, uh, but they're dry. Uh, got a friend. Um, you know, we just spent an hour together, and, and I wasn't sure if you're still on the lam. So why don't you introduce yourself as however much information. You don't have to say anything. You can, you can make up a name. So uh, what's going on? Hey, Shani. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm Steve. Uh, so I'm a uh, okay. San Francisco Bay resident. Yes. Bay All right. So, so Steve is a friend of mine where we, uh, we share uh, many interests, and we are uh, avid home recordist, I would say. Um, I know you are. I would. I'm uh, ad, uh, avid-ish. Um, I try, but uh, you are. Um, I. Uh, you know, you are very. Uh, you're dedicated to the craft, and, and it takes a lot of hours. It, it, I mean, it does. It, it's. Um, it, it can be a passion, you know, kind of thing. So uh, I see Steve uh, often, and we talk about music often. And I was just like, you know what, man? Um, why don't you come in? And we'll do a show together. You bring in some music, and we'll talk about uh, maybe stuff that has influenced us and got us into home recording, right? So why don't I? Um, I'm going to start with just kind of run down the records that we listen to. You know, we start. So in the intro, I didn't say anything about um, uh, 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 David Crosby, who passed away, and it's like, oh man, you know, they're uh, uh, we're in. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're 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 dropping like flies, man. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. So David Crosby has has passed away. Uh, fa- um, Birds, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Um, that I was uh, into him. 
um, we were, you know, we were talking, and uh, uh, I don't know, Steve, were you were you into uh, were you a big fan of of uh, David Crosby's? Yeah, I think uh, you know, like a lot of people, found him in the collection of CSNY, and a lot of people found him in the collection of CSNY, and uh, you know, I think David really in that fine group, it's the voice that really comes through, yep. uh, you know, fine guitar player and, uh, and his choice of 12 string is kind of interesting, I think as well. Uh, and of course, everybody knows that the, the partnership with Graham on the vocals and the harmony were just incredible and always fun as I listen more to just try to pick out, well, what are they both doing in those harmonies? Right? Yeah. Well, yeah, there are, um, it'd be, yeah, I, that's always like, those are one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's, that's something that are those, that's a gift, you know, that uh, at that level of uh, harmonization. And you know, I hear the stories of and how quickly. And there's people I know that are like good singers and can can harmonize. It's such a uh, such a great gift, you know, to have that. I'm like, I like to sing harmony, but man, I, I I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say, dude, sing that, man. And I, I'll like, you know, first take. Um, but yeah, they were like people, first, second take kind people of people get there both ways, right? Like, so, so for some people, they really work out all those harmonies. And they take the time to just figure out what notes they are, okay. whether that's on a piano. Or, ah, spoken or like a or, true home yeah. recordist. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> grinding it out at his well, craft. Well, in that case, sometimes it's just monkey on the typewriter, right? Just sing every note. Uh, it's right. <laughs> yeah. Harmonious monkey, that would be. I guess. Do they? I wonder if they're going to come up with a uh, like this, you know, thing that writes like college papers. If they're going to have, I mean, I'm sure they have things that just write songs, right? Yeah, and it'll tied into all the patches and all the cool sounds and the cool rhythms and all that and. You know, are we just going to be end up listening to this stuff like with like cables plugged into our cheeks and we're just like drooling out one side with this, <laughs> this like Input. music that has been like, you know, uh, uh, chemically created to to achieve all that. It's right. Will it be the equivalent <laughs> of Cheetos and Doritos or will it right. be better? Right. Oh, yeah. uh, man. So uh, let me go through these records. So we. um uh, we started out with, uh, so we did some David Crosby. So from the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, four-way street record, we did uh, Long Time Coming. I only want to do these over here. Um, after that, from the Birds, uh, yes, uh, Younger Than Yesterday, we did uh, we did Mind Gardens. Yes, that was uh, David Crosby. <laughs> Mind Gardens. Uh, you know, so I don't know. Some, you know, I'm kind of a cynical dude sometimes, you know, and it's like, yeah, I don't know if I would have done well in the in the like hippy dippy uh, <laughs> time. It'd be like, but I, I appreciate the quest for peace and love. You know, that's that's a good one. From the their first Crosby, Stills, Nash record, we did uh, Guinevere. Uh, I heard she had golden hair. That's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. Um, before that, we did from the uh, CSN record, which came out in 1977. We have we've we figured that out. And uh, we were talking about, uh, well, I was talking more about um, kind of that song, that, that whole record really was uh, um, kind of a, yeah, maybe pivotal. Yeah, I'm going to say pivotal point in my life. Uh, before that, uh, or after that, would have been Black Sabbath. We did from their first record, uh, The Wizard uh, from Black Sabbath. I'm pretty sure this is their first record. Oh, man, I'm, so, I'm such a, a bad Black Sabbath fan, although I do dig them, and I got the records, but I'm not, I don't know the, I don't know all the, you know, history and whatnot. 
Radiohead from the Kid A record. We did um, everything in its right place. That's right. And then we did from the Lou Reed Transformer record, we did Satellite of Love. And that brings us back to uh, here. I'll, you know what? Um, if you don't mind. Um, uh, oh, you had songs too. Yeah, I yeah. filled in some tracks, so uh, just to <laughs> add in. Uh, no, no, all good. And then uh, so we had Robert Walters with uh, Hunk. And okay. uh, Robert Walters also. Uh, that was kind of the instrumental. Uh, it's a funk uh, Greasy, tune. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and he's got some of his uh, partners from uh, Grey Boy All Stars uh, on there, Elgin Park and Carl Denson. Okay. Uh, if you get a chance to catch those guys live, highly recommend. Um, then uh, I think we uh, followed that up with a core by Eric Clapton. Oh, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Marcy Levy singing the vocals. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and then uh, at, at some point, in the, right after the Sabbath, a little bit after that, you had also your Three Johns. I don't know if you mentioned oh, that. Oh, yeah, right? no, I didn't. Uh, we had, yeah, Three Johns. Thank you. Scott O is, uh, is in here showing me some of his uh, latest work. A wall, uh, <laughs> the three Johns A wall uh, single that um, uh, he's powering me. He's being very coy with these. He's picking up these records, man. He knows I'm a, a huge three Johns fan, but I'm too lazy to go and look for him. So he's buying it up, and I don't know. He's holding. He's I don't know. He's gonna exact some sort of. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Well, don't feel bad that you did, weren't willing to go because we followed it up with Jethro Tell's Nothing Is Easy. Ah, uh, yes. Yep. That was good. They, yeah. Nothing is easy. And then we moved off the vinyl a little bit for uh, some... Oh, uh, yeah. You had your telephone going there. Yeah. The, the telephone. Small telephone. Did, they call, did the kids call players? it a telephone? I, think <laughs> I don't think they do, do they? Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, <laughs> All Right uh, by Derek Trucks. And that was good, man. That kid can play, man. This that kid Derek can play. Guy. I think he should stick with the guitar. Yeah. If he's thinking of putting good. it down, he really should. I give, I give him yeah. a thumbs up, <laughs> Derek. Uh, and then we had "Pretty Face" by Maya Delilah. Oh, that was as well. That was good. She had a beautiful voice and uh, quite a guitar player. I've, I've been told. Indeed. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Um, there is, uh, I think. I might have one contributor. I didn't put anything out, but there's a segment we do here, and it's called "Rise from the Basement." Because it's no lie in the basement, we're miles apart. No surprise, but arrives from the basement. And what it is, it's, it's home, re home recordist, any style, any genre. It just has to be recorded uh, where you live, in your house, uh, car, or whatever, uh, how, uh, whatever means you have. It's people who um, uh, record stuff. So I believe I may have one, yes, this is, uh, this is a link to most of my recordings. I made two CDs. The first decade of the 2000s. Wow, this is a this is a. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm in it. I'm in it. All right. And then he did songs. Uh, was on the radio. And uh, I know there are others around. Um, and it's good. We. I uh, yes. We're still breathing. Um, Oasis, who mass produced my CDs. All right. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna go. He's from Chicago. We're gonna go SoundCloud. We're doing this together. Come on. Hold on. Um, here we go. So SoundCloud. Uh, stream natural. Oh, natural Bob. Shit. Yeah, I didn't send him out. We played something last. I like this guy. We played something last week. <laughs> oh, dig. All right, Natural Bob. All right. So this is called. We did uh, uh, last week. We did Upsall Creek. Um, uh, we're gonna go. Ain't your mono? Let's see. All right, beating a dead horse. I like the sound of that. Um, let me turn this up. This is. If you take this, look for uh, 
uh, Natural Bob Holdsworth. Um, yeah. All right, I gotta really gotta let him know that I played one of the songs. He, he kind of slipped through the slipped through the cracks there. He did. Natural Bob. So hold on, it's it's considering my request. See if I'm worthy. Oh, here we go.
Yeah, that's uh, that's David Bowie. Let me uh, ditch that. That's a, oh, that's a good record, man. We could let go. We're going back to the basement. Um, since we got Steve's Abbott home recordist, uh, I, I I put the pinch on a man to um, to contribute something that he's done in his not his it doesn't have to be your basement, but you've got uh, you know your your area. Uh, what do you got for us? So uh, this one is uh, one by uh, Randy Newman and uh, Harry Nielsen in the original. Uh-huh. And uh, it's called Beehive State. All right, dig. And then um, let's see. Uh, Beehive State. So we'll turn that up, and then we're touching that. Ooh. Since you're the delegate from Kansas, will you kindly take the floor and tell us what is Kansas thinking and what is Kansas for? Kansas is for the farmer We stand behind the little man And we need a firehouse in Topeka So help us if you can Done. 
running and sad eyes passing in windows flimsy and my seat Matching got passport, credit cards, a plane that I'm catching. Black Sunday falls one day too soon. The taxi that takes me will be moving so quickly. My suitcase is simply too cool for the closing. A fan shirts and kisses all packed in the hurry. Two best-selling paper bags, clothes, and a grand
Yeah, that's uh, Jethro Tull. What is that, man? That was like, that was very progressive. So uh, that song is called Black Sunday, and it's off a <laughs> Jethro Tull album called A. So, like uh, the letter A? Uh, yeah, like the letter A in the sky there. Okay, uh, all right. It's not an anarchist thing. Is uh, that? Oh, I was <laughs> like, I thought I was going to say like some kind of double worship or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so uh, as a radio story, uh, when I was in eighth grade, I won tickets off the radio to see Jethro Tull. And it became my first concert, uh, Boston Garden. Uh, opener was a band called Uriah Heep, which most people I re- Yeah, did they have a big hit? What was uh, it? Easy Living was the Uriah Heep. Easy Living, I kind of remember that. Um, and they were quite quite good band as well. And then uh, the second year, the opening it's band... It's called Easy Living. Yeah. yeah. The second year, the opening band was a band called UK... I remember them. They were kind of a '80s kind of Proggy-ish. new wave-ish, yeah. And uh, the violin player was Eddie Jobson, who joined Jethro Tull the following year when I saw. Okay. Them. So, uh, so that's this, and I brought this up. So, in you know, coming here, I sent me back to the record collection. Right. Uh, and I would say, as I had pared down my record collection, at this point, probably like over ten percent of my records are Jethro Tull albums. I have almost uh, all of them. So, <laughs> like, um. You know, for me, it's kind of uh, tall. I, you know, I, I got my tall through the radio. So it was like one of those things. Now, in the 80s, I don't think tall was getting much radio. I mean, I know this song wasn't on, uh, uh, you know, getting on. Not super popular. You know, right, so, yeah. you know, for me, tall kind of drifted off in the, uh, you know, the the, the, ni- the 70s, rather. Uh, late 70s. But I know that he was like touring and stuff like that. So. This was uh, this was like prog rock, you know. It's really, uh, I was actually, it's it's impressive. And yeah, it's, it's, and and as, you know, if we talk a little bit about influence, that's obviously very different than like the tune that I played there. But I think for me, the big thing from Jethro Tull was really how wide the palette is when you're a serious musician, right? Right. Uh, and I still aspire to, you know, this great playing on these records that I still can't do for sure. But like, as one keeps climbing the ladder. Uh, you know, he was an I think an excellent writer, a guitar player, flute player, right. composer, and you know, as actually the time moved on, he did more and more of the albums by himself, and then would just bring in people to just do whatever okay. few parts he didn't need. Which, which as we look at home recording, you know, that's an option. Right. Uh, and then I both enjoy at this point some records I'm able to complete myself and do uh-huh. every part and figure out how that works. Uh, and then in some records you get to work with other people and my band, the funkery we record and we very much rely now, on um, like let's, let's say with the funkery, did you guys, would you ever sit around in like a practice space with all the instruments and do live playing that kind of thing? Yeah. So usually we try to come up in small session with generally the idea of what we're going to do uh-huh. and then bring it to the band. And then, uh, then everybody throws in their ideas, which in our case, the players have great ideas. So the funkery weren't, you guys were like uh, every Wednesday night we're playing. It was just kind of not at all. Okay. No, all right. uh, we got together for the record projects. <laughs> okay. Essentially. All right. So we played live occasionally, but, uh, but it really has been uh, my partner and I basically wanted. So the partner in the uh, band is uh, Dave Pierce. Okay. Uh, and we have uh, Greg Studley, who's an amazing guitar player as well. Dave pl- plays uh, keyboards. Uh-huh. Um, so a lot of Hammond organ and, and uh, Rhodes piano. Um, and then, uh, so that's been the core of the planning. And then uh, we've been fortunate to work with two great drummers, uh, Darian Gray and also Chris Horgan. Okay. Uh, and then uh, on percussion, John Nava. And then uh, Glenn on... Uh, 
on saxophone. And so we bring all these folks together, and I'll come back to Glenn's name uh-huh. in a moment, sorry, in the, in the moment of being on radio, live Glenn on Glenn is just like, fuck. It's just Glenn, man. You, you know, know like, uh, but see, we'll, it's going to his head, man. He just forgot. Yeah. Like, we'll usually bring it together to a certain point, and then, and then that participation goes from there. And we wanted, when Dave and I got together, we said, we want to have a band where we're the worst players. So okay. we bring together even more talented cats, and then uh, are you? Do you, do you have any funkeries that you're going to play do. tonight? I do. Do you I, have that queued up right now? I, Probably I have not. Or Soul you... of Doctor John, and I believe it does feature some Glenn McNulty. Okay, on there. so that's awesome. So um, I'm, uh, I, I appreciate the um, the style. I, I mean, I I, uh, I kind of miss. Being in, and I think it's a, I think it's a young, maybe a young person's kind of thing where you could like kind of live. Uh, I shouldn't say young because that's like I don't want to like think that that may never happen again. But where you can live in a in a situation where uh, you can do a lot of live playing, like uh, without like on the fly kind of thing. You know, um, I really miss that that opportunity that to, just to to get together and have. Uh, impromptu jams and, and that kind of thing without um, uh, w- without worry, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The- and I certainly had those bands coming up. So, you know, so certainly had bands where I was. I've actually realized, kind of ex post facto, that some of the jamming we did was essentially like free jazz, only uh-huh. rock, right? Right. We would just start playing, and then wherever it goes, that's where it goes. And you know, you might be like thirty minute. D minor jam <laughs> and know, with this go all sorts of places. So right? you, um, when did you start playing guitar? Uh, I started about age 14 or so. Oh shit. Yeah. So you were, you were like in high school, you were, uh, you could play guitar a little bit. Yeah. So I started guitar and bass at the same time. Okay. And then as always, there's more call for bass. There so, is. So I played a lot Dime of bass. a dozen the guitar players yeah. are. And, uh, and I just thought, well, if I keep learning things, eventually I'll be the guitar player or something. But along the way, I learned to love playing bass. So your first band, what, uh, what, what was your job? First band was bass uh, in a soft rock band. Soft so, rock. And yeah. that was, did you, you had to put the soft in front of rock? Was that, that that was the thing back then? You know, it was like Cat Stevens and America, and you know, some well, of those I don't know. Moody it, Blues. You know, that's so. I guess I we don't played know. some Steve Miller. You know, Sweet okay. Town was that was an upbeat number. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's I don't know. So I, when I hear soft rock, I, I guess I think of like elevator music or something. You know, uh, soft. But those are yeah, not, so maybe I mean, not cats, that soft, right? Okay. Yeah, but, no, no, you're um, right. It, it, that, that, it did extend towards stuff like, have you ever been mellow or, you know, yeah. and that's not what <laughs> yeah, We didn't right. play that, no. Cool. And then, um, so your, your bass player, were you doing any singing at all? Uh, yeah, started singing a little bit. There were better singers. You did the breathy, the breathy solo parts. Was that, was that you? That's <laughs> and right. you never that's been right. mellow? So over the, right, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And then, um, so... Like the arc of uh, Steve in high school, you're doing, you got the band. I mean, did you have the band, like garage band or anything that you, did you have? Like where you, the neighbors would complain, anything like that? No, we were, you know, for soft rock. You're very polite, complain, white yeah, suburban we kids. Were, we were polite kids, right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so, and we did a little bit of everything. We, you know, we did a, a little bit. We played, you know, a, a wedding, a bar mitzvah. Right. Uh, we played up at Camp Coniston in New Hampshire. That was fun. Oh, ah, okay. Like 100 kids or four more oh man that 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 was was, probably your that was the big deal right awesome so so that was fun yeah and then um so uh, let's let's carry this on so you're 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 out of high school and you're you're making big life decisions 
did music was music like was there ever a thing where like ah man this music thing uh could have a future in it or was always kind of like eh, music it's fun but i gotta like yeah know. no good question yeah so there was totally that moment uh so uh at a robin trower show i met uh, a friend who played guitar uh turn you know i met someone who yeah. became my friend right uh, in the middle of two rolling stones man it was like could have been <laughs> yeah. could it could have been uh you know robin trower great guitar player yes for, absolutely anybody who doesn't know that that of course uh and mike you know, could do all the Zeppelin bits, could do, you know, Trower, Hendrix kind of things. Uh, and then uh, we had other talented people we were playing with. One of my best friends growing up was an amazing drummer. Uh, so he'd gone, he was a, a, sometimes available when he wasn't at college. Okay. Uh, so Mike was good. I never thought I was good enough to do that for real. Uh, but with Mike, I was like, oh, well, he is definitely good enough to do it for okay. real. So I could maybe be his bass player. Uh, oh, right, right. So, but... By then, Boston was very much a heavy metal scene. Okay. Uh, and that wasn't at all what we were doing. Like, we were a classic rock kind of thing. So, bo- like, w- w- did any of those break? Any of these Boston metal bands? Uh... Uh, so, even, like, uh, so they didn't break as metal, but Extreme, which is, like, Nuno Benacourt. So, he was, like, okay. a shredder. And then he did, like, a mellow. He did a lot of mellow I think music. I may have a, an Extreme record. Yeah. Um, and then... Right, I should know better what metal actually no, made it out of Boston. But it was really like, you know, Boston and Aerosmith and Jay Giles came out of Boston. Those yeah, were the three Jay Giles massive were like, bands, right? Um, and then after that, it was like probably the boy bands were the next huge okay. thing out of Boston. Yeah, right? all right, 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 right. But right. on the local scene, that's people were, you know, either playing metal or punk, which were never really my things kind of thing. So, so you go on and then um, were, were you into like home recording uh, from the get or did something you got in later on? Yeah, not really. At, at one point, uh, one of those bands had somebody had a four track and, okay. and I was like, wow, it really comes together really fast. We yeah. have a four track. Uh, so I had it in my mind. And then uh, digital music, um, you know, I, I got a little bit into keyboards, but I was kind of it was all very I thought kind of expensive back then so I just kind of was waiting and I knew right. MIDI was difficult and stuff so I, I kind of waited around and in that question of like you know uh, be a musician versus work right I, my career took off in a better way and I was like okay that makes yeah. much more sense I'll just like <laughs> I'll, I'll just spit it in where I can right uh, and then at times my career got busy enough that it was like well I don't even have the time that much time but since I've been in California, uh, I mentioned Greg Studley uh, earlier. He's been a good musical partner. And I have, have other friends out here that I, we've played I with. I met Greg. He's a straight-up guy. Yeah. I was in a band called Velvet James, which was fun. We did a little bit of gigging around here. Was there a Velvet James? Uh, or is it... It's actually... Uh, <laughs> What's uh, the nickname? backstory on Velvet? Uh, it's a nickname for uh, James Brown, evidently. Oh, really? Yeah. So really? that was a funk band. We had some original music that was quite good in that. And uh, a little bit of cover. You mentioned Beck earlier. We used to do uh-huh. a cover of Sister... Uh, I don't know about the title. I don't know, but, uh, but one of the back tunes, um, so, you know, gigged a little bit in North beach and then a little bit or just around town in different, oh, okay, different okay. places. Uh, and then I had a band called palace of the King. Uh, uh were they kind of like a, uh, like a goth metal, uh, no, you know, like classic, <laughs> classic rock yeah, okay. uh, kind of stuff. Allman brothers. So we, we had somebody who had actually played with Greg. Allman, okay. and so uh, great, great slide. Greg's player. quite a musician, right? I mean, he's keyboard, guitar, and he anything. Is, he is. Uh, there I was Different referencing Greg, uh, Greg Allman. Okay. But oh, yeah, okay, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, Greg Allman, so yeah, he was all right. <laughs> Greg Studley continues to be one of my main musical uh, contributors. Uh-huh. So he played in House of Floyd for a bunch of years. 
uh, doing the music of Pink Floyd for you know four hundred. He's one of those guys with like the all. good ear. They like, ah, really? Absolutely. You gotta like, yeah. you gotta bring your like perfect pitch around, huh? Yeah, and he's got his own, he's got his own band now that he's starting up as well. Okay. Uh, Greg Studley. We'll have to get him game. by the station here and do a little uh, acoustic shot. You know. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. So you've got uh, the Funkery is a band that you uh, talked of. So you have a song queued up. Why yeah, don't you tell is, us a little bit about is, the the song here? Sure. It's uh, Soul of Doctor John. Okay. Uh, so when we formed the Funkery, <laughs> it was really uh, the main. Did you write this after he was dead? Uh, I did not. I wrote oh. it while he was alive. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. And I don't think that's it killed him. That's kind of creepy, but that's cool. I don't think it killed him if that's <laughs> what right. you're asking. Right. Uh, but uh, I really fell in love with New Orleans music, you know, via the meters, of course, uh, and then Dr. John, uh, as well as kind of the primary, and then a lot of the descendants of the meters, like Dumpster Funk, and there's just so many great New Orleans Neville bands. people and all that stuff. Are they meter yeah, people? Yeah, Neville Brothers, or, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I had the... Uh, I had the privilege of being able to go to New Orleans and hang out uh, and just had an amazing time on Frenchman uh. Street going to place to place. So this song tells the story of uh, one night went looking for, I heard a rumor that Dr. John was playing. Okay, yeah. let's, uh, let's hear what it's about. I think we have everything in where it needs to be. Just...
twice to rub memory. I've been invited on dates. Could have gone but one far. Awfully different without you. I don't get around much anymore. the weavers in uh you know nothing uh we got claudia here what's going on tonight hey we're doing a uh, a tribute to sounds of detroit 
Sounds of Detroit, that's Detroit, awesome. Detroit music tonight. And um, so we're like, uh, do it to it. Motown, I mean, they're... Uh, yeah, uh, more of the, heavy, more of like the Stooges. Okay, like yeah. Mule, you got any Mule in there? Or, uh, well, they're not the Detroit. Loaf, the Loaf put it together. He, uh, he, Alice I Cooper? Probably, okay. I would guess. Sounds good. I can't breathe anymore Why that is, I'm not sure I've got my feet on the ground In fact, I'm flat on the floor My direction is lost, lost. I should pause to take stock it's a new one on me To even dream that you're free It's a tale without an end But the end is there for all to see And if the end was so real Coming round and round again I guess it's all about my pride I want to be there at the kill But with or without God on my side I know that I really will Yeah, it's been Bunkhouse Square. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. I want to thank you, Steve. My pleasure, Shane. Yeah, it's been a, um, it's been fun. So we, we got to do this again. Yeah, you're, you're, you're up front. All right, thanks for doing. Thanks for making the effort, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's nodding. <laughs>